it, like in this in this in this post you said like it's been an, you know an incredible journey and I don't have the post here but you know said like everyone's waiting for this secret like oh like mm-hmm. what shake is she drinking and like which pills did she take and you know it's like dun dun dun, dun. it's like tiny <laughs> habits that you just keep doing day after day and, and it's, it's also super been boring. like there's yeah, nothing pretty much yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's also been a year and a half yeah right yes like I think, that's the other thing too yeah. it's like oh what are you doing and it's like well this last 18 months yeah. i have been doing these small changes i made some small changes i basically eat a lot of the same foods and yeah. i make sure that i sleep well and i make sure i manage my stress as <laughs> yeah. much as possible Get it's my not as exciting workouts or <laughs> sexy like, as people think yeah like my life is fairly automated yeah. in some regards like my morning routine is this this is what i do in my work day i come home so yeah, yeah squeeze in a few puzzles here and there nice. you know learn how to play piano i don't know you know a few different things but for the most part it's those small changes that i have sort of just made over time over the long course yes. of time yeah. hello everyone and welcome to the stronger healthier happier podcast We are very excited to have you with us and thrilled to have the opportunity to improve together. We believe that by paying close attention to our mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition, and network, that we can create the life we were intended to live. Here is to a stronger, healthier, happier you. Hey everybody, welcome back to, I was going to say Get Rocked at Home. Thank God <laughs> no. we're not saying Get Rocked at Home. <laughs> welcome back to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. Um, this is episode 25 and we are super excited to be doing another Coaches Conversations episode with uh, one of our coaches, Kinsley Winarski. Kinsley, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. <laughs> Yes, we are, I just checked the date, March 4th. We started this podcast last March 9th. Do you Ooh, know that? Wow. Our anniversary is coming up. I think we're, I don't know if we're a few weeks behind, but it's think exciting. We're on track because if this is 25, then one more, one more, and we've done 26 episodes in one year. That's pretty good. It is actually pretty good. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Good yeah. <laughs> Yay for us. We didn't Considering fall our off first episode never got aired and was deleted immediately. <laughs> we've come a long way. <laughs> Yeah, this is still the podcast, though, where we're kind of winging this thing week by week. So <laughs> that is the best news, Kinsley, of being on this podcast is we don't really know what we're doing, but we just have a conversation and hopefully people keep listening. Yeah. And if somebody's listening to this right now, then that is awesome. Um, What's yeah, new? we are super excited to have Kinsley with us on this one. This is our third coaches conversation. Um, I think we had... Kinsley in the works for quite a while now. Um, and then I think recently when Kinsley hit her first bar muscle up ever in the gym, I think that really sparked us to, okay, we got to get this conversation rolling because Kinsley has done some wonderful things. Um, well, lots of wonderful things for the last eight years since I've uh, known Kinsley since she's joined the gym, but I think um, some extra wonderful things in the last year and a bit since her since her knee surgery so um yeah how do we want to kick things off yeah let's just kick off the same way i think we asked all our other coaches this so what drew you to crossfit and maybe what what got you in the doors at rocked obviously i was not around at this time (laughs) yeah we didn't know (laughs) jen was that yeah uh yeah 2013 that was the year i started at rocked 
I actually had a cousin who was into CrossFit who was telling me about it and I was kind of like, oh, okay. And then a few work friends were doing CrossFit at the gym and said, you should go to a foundations class. Uh, and so I showed up and Andrea and Ian and Todd <laughs> were there and... Uh, they were in your foundations class? Yes. Oh, yeah, we God. all did foundations together. Very cool. And so I got there and I was like, oh, okay. And I feel like I knew maybe Todd before the gym. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, this is going to be good. And then I think they opened the door and the first workout was like Fran. <laughs> and people were just like, I mean, people meaning like there was, it was yeah. like a, where people's shirts off and we're like chugging <laughs> these weights around. And I was like, I love this. Oh, nice. <laughs> this is great. This is totally where I want to be. So uh, I think that kind of got me in the door. And it's funny. It feels like everybody's first class is like, did we only do Fran back then? <laughs> I don't it's know like, what My first day was Fran. My first day was Fran. Your first day was Fran. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like, maybe, what was I doing yes. back then? Uh, uh, Fran. That's awesome. It's also yes. yes. Lots <laughs> of Fran. Uh, yeah. No, that foundations awesome. class is still with us. So Ian, Andrea, Todd, and Kinsley are still members. So clearly, whatever I did in that class <laughs> was good. I should have remembered what I did in that foundations class to. Friend. Keep you guys for eight years, yeah, friend. PVC <laughs> friend. Yeah, we're gonna have to start thinking of the the ten year uh, anniversary gifts for. Oh geez, yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's awesome. So yeah, Kinsley, yep, yeah, July twenty thirteen, um, she walked in, and again that was um, that was our first location. That was the, I think that was the old school way. It was like the dungeon back then. <laughs> the dungeon, um, yeah. But yeah, it's so cool that. The floor the, would just shake. Yeah, the floor would shake. The floor would literally shake, guys. Um, there was a giant basement. Hence why we, you got kicked out of that building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about that before, but in our first location, we basically got asked to leave in, in, in day like three. So in week one of opening the business, we were getting noise complaints. Um, and fair enough, there was like this giant basement under the building that no one really knew of. So when you dropped weights, it literally shook the floor, shook the building. Um, yeah, super cool to reminisce about those um, days. Funny story. We just, I want to say like not even a week ago threw away, maybe threw away or maybe we still have it. Like the huge saran wrap roll that was used in the pregnancy oh, wad. The pregnancy <laughs> wad. Yes. And I'm like, what happened to the pregnancy wads? Anyways, it was just because I'm like, what is this insane plastic roll? And Zach's like, this is for the pregnancy wad. I think it was Were for Kinsey's, yes, right? Yeah. yeah. Were you guys all saran wrapped med balls? Yeah. Yeah. I think Hannah bought this because we were using i don't know what we we're using like some kind of packing wrap it was some crazy saran yeah. but i think hannah brought the saran wrap and then yeah. that one made sense then we all wrapped our bellies up i think a few people had the ergos like they tried to put oh, the med balls right. in the ergo babies yeah oh. that didn't work so well but <laughs> that is awesome i wish i was there for that yeah that yeah. was super fun lots of good memories yes of... back in the day where we could do group workouts <laughs> well actually yeah on, on on positive covid news we're allowed to resume group fitness classes on friday which is tomorrow so i'm just going to demo for the whole hour uh, just me demoing tomorrow COVID. we are bringing <laughs> bringing the heat for for group coaching um i think we have a synchro thunder snatch warm-up <laughs> is what i programmed um no one's going to get this till friday or saturday so they would have done the thunder snatch um warm-up by the time they hear this but yeah good things i think are coming um yeah, so Kinsley joined in 2013 and then started coaching in... 2018, yeah. 2018. February or March, something like that, yes. 2018. Seems like it's been 
way longer Just the whole time yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know i was like why, why didn't i hire kinsey a long time ago um yeah it's been awesome though kinsey's been like a, a huge addition to our coaching uh staff um she's always got her custom playlist ready to go and so uh, sick yeah we love the attention to detail um yeah I think we're going to kick things off by chatting. I think there's a thousand things that we could talk to Kinsley about. She just bored me a book that's basically changed my life. And she's a puzzle maniac, in case you don't know. Um, But above all that, she's an incredible athlete and has accomplished some amazing things. But yeah, you've you've been through a lot with one of your knees. Um, You've been through two knee surgeries. Yeah, two ACL reconstructions. Yes. yes. A few other surgeries as well, but <laughs> two big ones. So when was the first? Tell us about these knee surgeries. Uh, so I was 13 and I tore my ACL playing softball. I slid into second base and the base didn't pop off and my knee just kind of mm. went. So yeah, I was, I was 13, which was a huge setback at that age. Um, and then I underwent ACL reconstruction when I was 14, did a bunch of rehab, at that point in time, you know, got back into playing competitive softball. It was really never the same after that, though. I mean, I wasn't really able to, like, be super into, like, basketball or volleyball just because I struggled yeah. with some pivoting stuff. But ball was fine. I was able to play ball. I was able to ended up playing, like, senior women's sports, playing hockey, playing senior women's volleyball. But uh, it was probably, like, 10 years later, and then I kind of heard it again. And it was kind of just not great, but. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. As far as I can remember, I remember you, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were probably wearing a knee brace when you first started at the gym. Yeah, it was so I a feel big like, clunker. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which you got to do what you got to do. But <laughs> I just, as, as long as I've known you, I think you've always worked really hard. That knee has always given you, um, I guess, a bit of trouble, which is, which is definitely hard to go through when you are a athlete because it's I don't know it's probably always in the back of your mind mm-hmm. yeah, yeah um and then so what was it I'm trying to think of when I came was it like 2017 or 2018 that it kind of started to like get really like just really give you trouble yeah like it was uh when I started at CrossFit it was not great and then I enjoyed CrossFit I had just some like initial success with CrossFit I got a lot stronger initially and so the knee felt actually pretty decent doing CrossFit like squatting and things Mm -hmm. that I really hadn't been doing and then yeah it kind of just I kind of would push it a little bit in certain things and then I think it was 2018 I came off the rig funny and landed funny like not even from a really high height but just sort of tweaked it a little bit and then it just it's kind of the demise of the Ugh. goodness that I had had. So I'd, I'd, then I kind of just struggled with it after that. So yeah, probably 2018 was the time where it was like, oh, like it's at its worst. Feeling, yeah, yeah, it's not feeling. And great. is it like when you get it when you're 14, is it expected that it will like that could reconstruction would last your lifetime? Like, how did you start thinking about potentially getting it done again? Um, I think, I mean, when I was 14, I was like, fix it so I can yeah. do whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then once it kind of started bothering me again, I had contemplated, like I had contemplated getting it done, but it was such a, like, it's such a huge recovery. It's such a huge undertaking to have the surgery, um, time away from work, you know, not really being able to walk using crutches, not being able to really do any pivoting for six months. You know, like, there's lots of things that, um, you know, had to go into thinking, do I do this? Do I not do this? And I mean, 
a second ACL surgery, outcomes are, right. you know, they're okay, but there's a lot of outcomes that aren't great. And then there's lots of outcomes that are great. So it's kind of, the surgeon even said to me, we can fix this. I can fix it, but I don't know if you're going to be able to do all of these things you're wanting to do, right. but we can, we can try. I will try and I will do this for you, but, um, I can't guarantee yeah, it. I can't guarantee it. So, and when, what, when was that second surgery? The second surgery I had October 24th, 2019. So it was like a year that I had prior to that surgery where yeah. it was just not great. Right. Like it was a year of, I'd go for a hike right? and it would just blow up. Like it would swell up on me. Uh, I'd try to get off the toilet and like I couldn't use that leg to get off the toilet. Some yeah. days. Like it was just terrible. Yeah. yeah so it's not like, like you were like, oh, I can't squat no, 300. Like no. these are like basic <laughs> like, day-to-day activities. I, yeah, that so it just got to the point where it was just really, really yeah. bad. Like really affecting my quality of yeah. life, really affecting what I wanted to do, really affecting what I wanted to do with Hattie, like my daughter, just being active with her and um yeah, so I just thought, like, no, this is not where I want to go. Yeah. This is, I want to try. I need to try. I need to do something to try to fix this. So I uh, <clears throat> just called the physician and said, I, I'm going to choose to have the surgery. Can you get me in whenever you can get me in? And so I ended up getting in for surgery, and yeah, that was that. So. Yeah. Did you have, like, a ton of notice? Like, was it something that you had to, like... I guess not worry about, but I feel like as soon as you have a day, you're like, okay, countdown. It kind of went fairly quickly. Like I had called and I'd been on this wait list for quite a while. And then I, I had got in to see him and he said, oh, it'll probably take five months for you to get in for surgery. Like once you have your consult, you have to wait for the surgical date. Uh, and then I had just called back there and said, if you want to put me on a cancellation list, you can, or do I need to like, what do I need to do? I wasn't really sure if I had to make this appointment or not. And she's like, actually I have a cancellation in four weeks. Do you want it? And I said, yes, please. Um, but then like having four weeks to just get my work life sorted out, my home life, all of the, you know, I was going to have to be off for however long I was off yeah. for. So it was a little bit quick, but at the same time it was, I was all for it. I was all in. So, yeah. And then the, again with the date so your year anniversary of your surgery had just has just passed correct yes october 24th right so we're like yeah, a, yeah. so november december january february we're sort of almost a year and a half now yeah. very cool um yeah so in that last year and a half um if any yeah i mean you've done a lot you you've made a lot of um changes i think we know of a, of a few of them um but I guess for people listening to when Kinsey would have started at the gym or even could be even, you can help me out here with the dates too, but there was a point where you're, you're not doing pull-ups in a workout, right? We don't, we don't have pull-ups. And then we just witnessed like three weeks ago, Kinsey's first bar muscle up. Um, so as far as first like, try, was it the first try? Well, Second, like second within try. the first five, I'm saying, I think I diddly yes. daddled with them for like three months. <laughs> so. I mean, granted I've had like three months at home to just work on. Yeah. Ups, so, yeah. but I guess in, in, um, you know, to put it into like performance perspective or pull up perspective, like I just, I like to kind of lay it out for people that it's not like you walk into our gym and had all the movements. There's been a lot of years learning them. There's been struggles. Um, There's been setbacks. Yes. Lots of setbacks. There's, you, you were not, I can remember like the days where you were just starting to get pull-ups doing oh, yeah. workouts. Cause that's a, the that's a big moment yeah. for, for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but especially for someone who's been at the gym for a while, they get to start doing like real pull-ups and workouts. And then to witness your bar muscle up, it was just almost like, it was just like really crazy. Just that you've, you've come such a long way. Um, I mean, I guess since your surgery, um, the surgery was perhaps a good turning point for you. I wasn't sure sure if, Yeah. yeah. So do you think your, what kind of triggered the big switch? The, did the surgery kind of, was that the catalyst to get things going? Or do you think there was a, a mindset shift before that surgery? Do you know, or was it maybe not a specific thing that triggered it? I probably would say, I mean, I think the surgery was the thing that kind of really like lit my fire and right. said, you know what, you need to make this change. Um, I think I've always had that kind of competitive drive. I've always enjoyed going to the gym. I've always enjoyed working towards something, working on a goal, whether it be like pull-ups or yeah. whatnot. Um, in the gym, I, I, I enjoy that, but my knee surgery was kind of like, this is essentially my second chance for this leg. Um, you know, I need to take this opportunity. I was, I felt very like, I want to say blessed, but I was yeah, very, sure. very thankful that the surgeon was like, you know what, we'll, we'll try and we'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt very lucky to, to have that opportunity. Yeah. So, uh, so I thought, you know what, I have to, I have to use this. Plus I need this knee for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like I need, I'm not that old and I hope to live for <laughs> yeah. quite a bit longer. So yeah. And you don't want to uh, like, you want to do the things that you want to do. Like clearly yeah, you kind of for sure. went through that year of not being able to do the things that you want to do for sure. Yeah. Like um, I which is no thought yeah. I'd have to quit CrossFit. I thought yeah. that I'd never be able to go for a walk down the street again, you know, like and enjoy it or mm-hmm. anything like that. So there was a lot of those things that I was like, I still want to do these things. So yeah. I and need then, to. And then post-surgery, can you walk us through a bit of that? Like you, um, because the surgery wasn't that magical. <laughs> I think the surgery granted you a second chance as you kind of mm-hmm. said it. But I think the real second chance is like, it's much more on your in your hands than like the surgeon said, maybe he, he did something, but I, I think there was a lot on your part that got you to where you're now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, again, that was kind of the thing that kind of set me off, set me in kind of this pathway. Um, it was a bit of a challenge for me, you know, like knowing the rehab that it takes for an ACL reconstruction. It's, I mean, it's a year, you know, you're going into this thing for a year. Um, and it's going to be like initially, like you are not going to lift your leg up off the bed, you know? So it was a, it was kind of like, I will work through this. Like, yeah. This is what I'm working through. And it, it, it gave me, I guess, like a tangible thing to kind of continue on with that whole year. So I had this, like, I'm going to do my physio. I'm going to do my rehab every day. I'm going to be doing these things. Um, and just like that thing that I needed to kind of work towards. Yeah. Um, and so there was that huge part of like just getting moving again focusing in on my rehab, focusing in on what I had to do that day and then continue to do that every day until I was able to do something else. So I think that that rehab piece of things really focused me in and allowed me to dial in on that movement piece of things. Um, There was also the other piece of things of, you know, my lifestyle. Uh, I was, again, kind of not in a great place prior to surgery. So I really wasn't paying attention to like my nutrition probably having a few maybe 
extra wines every once in a while, <laughs> extra treats, whatever it was, yeah. you know, just, I wasn't really in that great headspace in that nutrition piece of things. And I think that that was a, another piece of the puzzle that I was really kind of missing in, in the whole terms of, of just lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so once I kind of had the surgery, I kind of got going into my rehab. I thought, you know what? I, I need to, I need to make some changes in this aspect of it because, um, I mean, when I look in my job as a physio, it's like weight management, osteoarthritis, knee joints, all those things are, are such a big piece, you know, in terms of longevity and health and in joints. And I thought I need to, I need to figure this part out. Yeah. So that was, I think another, the knee surgery was this really great thing, but then there was this, also this other piece that I was like, I need help with yeah. this because I'm yeah. just, I think that's not uh not kind of where i should be i don't think yeah so. i just think that's just so like important that you know because it's not like you've never saw something online about like oh eat your vegetables and like you know what i mean <laughs> it's like you don't live under a rock like you you do know like the, the steps that you could take but i think it's just so important that people that even though you know what you should be doing it's really 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 hard to do it and like it's okay to say i need something to like help me with this because i'm not doing it like even totally. though i know what i yeah, for might sure. be able be to you know to be doing yeah when it's when it's broken down we all know i think the basic principles of of anything where we we, we know the basics but we all need us included we need accountability and support mm-hmm. and yeah, at that point, you reached out to. I reached out to Tactics Nutrition at that point. Yeah. Um, just, I had been following them online. I thought that their content was amazing, um, and they're just both very smart. And I just thought, you know what? I I need some help. I need some accountability. Yeah. Um. So. I am going for this. I'm going to do this and I'm going to get some help. And it was probably one of the best things next to the knee surgery that I did. Um, and it's the same with my post-surgery. Like I'm a physio. Everyone's like, you should just know what to do. Yeah. No, like I yeah, had hard. help. I yeah. had my, one of my good friends was my physio and she, Made she was my person yeah. and she helped me through this. And so I think that accountability kind of goes across the board, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, that support system, that network that we keep talking about, mm-hmm. because I think, I mean, even when we were closed for 100 days, we come back. I mean, there was a lot of people that said, I, I just didn't do well at home. And um, I, we want people to do well on their own. But I always say to them, you know, don't be too hard on yourself because mm-hmm. we were struggling without you guys, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think our our gym and our community is based upon those same principles that we we all do better with a little bit of accountability and support and guidance from other people, even in the areas that we, again, you're a physio, but if you're just left to yourself, even maybe your rehab wouldn't have been as, as good. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's important for people to hear is that you don't have to beat yourself up. You could just reach out for help, even yeah. for the most basic of things. Um, we're all doing it. Yeah. And I think there's different, like different levels of help. And I think you've said before Kins that like, it was really good for you to reach out to someone that you didn't know personally, you know, just because sometimes food is like super vulnerable and like a lot can come out with food. And, um, 
I, yeah, like, I've totally 100%. I was like, I just need someone I don't know. Yeah. I need I someone see in to, the store every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or at the gym or whatever. Yeah. Um, that I can be accountable to, that I can talk to and be vulnerable. And, um, and yeah, so I think that that really helped a lot. And I mean, I got a ton of support yeah. um, through Alex and it was really great. So, yeah. And I think like, I loved, you made a post, I, uh, this is like a while back now, but you just said like, you know, kind of like all this stuff has happened. And I mean, yeah, like we're getting muscle ups, you're doing handstand pushups, you're doing Diane. Um, like, like how, almost. how much have you almost, almost not quite yet? <laughs> well, you time kept yourself <laughs> for neck reasons. <laughs> um, but it's okay. How much weight have you lost in, uh, like from start to finish? from start to finish? I've lost 50 pounds at this point that in is time. Crazy. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> It is like kind of crazy. Um, I don't typically share that again because it's it's fine, totally fine sharing it right now. Um, it kind of is weird because I would never be like, I lost fifty pounds. Like I just I still feel like me. Yeah, I still feel yeah. I feel strong. I feel great actually, um, and and yeah. I feel I have lots of energy and I can get through my workouts and my leg feels great. So there's a lot of things that. Essentially, has like defined this journey, not just yeah. like that, but yeah. no, yeah. and that was it's never a, really like the end goal. I mean, maybe a little bit for like knee joint. It was more just like accountability, and then this all it's this sort of just happened. came. Yeah, yeah. it kind of just happened. I was but like, yeah, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it, like in this in this in this post, you said like it's been an, you know an incredible journey, and I don't have the post here, but you know, said like everyone's waiting for this secret, like oh, like mm-hmm. what shake is she drinking, and like which pills did she take, and. You know, it's like, dun, 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 dun. it's like tiny <laughs> habits that you just keep doing day after day. And, and it's, it's also been boring. like, there's yeah, nothing pretty much. Yeah. 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 And it's also been a year and a half. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like I think that's the other thing too. Yeah. It's like, oh, what are you doing? And it's like, well, this last 18 months yeah. I have been doing these small changes. I made some small changes. I've basically eat a lot of the same foods and yeah. I make sure that I sleep well and I make sure I manage my stress as <laughs> yeah. much as possible. Get it's my not as exciting workouts. or <laughs> sexy like, as people think. Yeah. Like my life is fairly automated yeah. in some regards. Like my morning routine is this, this is what I do in my work day. I come home. So yeah, yeah squeeze in a few puzzles here and there, nice. you know, learn how to play piano. I don't know, you know, a few different things, but for the most part, it's those small changes that I have sort of just made over time, over the long course yes. of time. Yes. And again, yeah. it's like this bar muscle up thing. It's like when I first started back after I just had a knee surgery, I couldn't do a strict pull up. Yeah. I struggled hanging off the bar at that point in time. So it's just like, you know, just slowly working on like, yeah. okay, yeah. we're going to hang off the bar for 30 seconds today. And now next week we're going to do this. So it was just like those small progressions over time. That, yeah. And I know that, I know that's not what people want to hear ever, no, yeah. um, but that it takes, it takes time. Um, and like, I, and I know, I know weight loss. Um, like I, I guess I do like hearing the, the way you approached it, um, mentally as well, that, I don't think weight loss was on the forefront. I think weight loss takes care of itself when you take care of the other things. Um, that's always something I've tried to talk to people about um, as far as looking better. Um, and I, and it, it's hard because I, if, you know, if that's their number one goal is to lose weight, then you want to respect that. I don't want to tell you what your goal is. Um, 
but if weight loss is sometimes just always on the front of your brain, it, it can be, it can be distracting and it can be, um, frustrating because it takes a while. And ultimately, you know, I guess your, your body ends up where it's going to end up because of all the things you've been doing, not because you've been going mental about weight loss and weighing yourself and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think that is a very key point to take home is that almost everything takes care of itself. Mm -hmm. If you just work on the things that you can control, um, and, and kind of circling back to, um, actually my, my favorite book ever is, um, daily stoic. Mm -hmm. And I think it was about a year ago because I think it was during the first lockdown. Um, you were sending me snapshots of the daily stoic. And then I think like three days later I went and bought the book, um, because I just loved it. But when you were talking about, it sounded, you sounded like a stoic Kinsey. You're basically a stoic philosopher. Um, when, when, and a rapper on the side, (laughs) so many rapper puzzler. Yeah. (laughs) But we circle back to when Kinsey was talking about her rehab, um, it could be related to any sort of journey, I suppose, but the rehab was a good example of, it would be very easy to sit around and complain about things you can't control about how much your knee hurts and, oh, I can't do this now. I can't do that now. And I I just, I like the way you were talking about just focusing on the couple things you can control, um, which early on in, in your rehab would have been, what would what was like the most basic thing you would have started with the most basic was just tightening my quad yeah <laughs> yeah lifting my leg up contraction so yeah trying to pump my foot up and down yeah that was that was pretty much the basic the basic basic first few weeks actually yeah what do i got to do today i got to tighten my quad okay yeah like, and i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i think for all of us like when we we have a problem and the problem here was you got to get this, you want to get this knee rehab, right? And the solution seems so daunting and long, but it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, that's why I love the daily stoic and the stoic philosophy, but like, it's, it's really, I know it sounds so corny, but it's like, you got to let some of that stuff go because you can only focus on what you can control. And I guess off the start there, you're talking about, yeah, quad contractions and things like that. But um, a lot of times I think, yeah, people get whatever their goal is, you know, it's going to be long-term and and we get wrapped up in getting there too quickly, I suppose. And that can just basically derail us so easily. I think it's just so much more important to just hone in on like the couple things that are in your control, um, like your rehab. And then you were talking about your nutrition. And then, I mean, it seems like poof, like it seems like it happens quick now, kind of like a year and a half. And like, don't get me wrong. There were days where it was was terrible. There were days where I was like, why did I do this? Why did I do this to myself? Like this, you know, you'd have these like weeks where it would be like, I don't feel like I'm getting any stronger. I don't feel like this is progressing. You know, uh, this, I remember being like two months post-surgery and it was just like, oh gosh, you know, thinking that like, is this going to get better? Is this what is this yeah. what I chose? Basically, oh, no. what have I done? Yeah. Like, so I definitely had some some moments of of that, but what kind of gets was, you through? Because that is super common too. Well, I think it was kind of like you you just gotta just kind of gotta go. You gotta go through it. You yeah. kind of have to to address it. I mean, I think like 
yeah, this is sucky right now. Yeah. This isn't great right now. And I'm not going to have great days every day, but just thinking like, no, there, there is, this will get better. Yeah. I think I was just, I, I believe this is going to get better. I have to believe this is going to get better. Nice. And then just thinking that, you know what, just keep, just, just trust these, trust what I'm doing. Yeah. Trust yeah. this healing time, you just know, like and get just to next week. Yes. Just get to yes, next week. Pretty much. Yeah. Get, okay. And even now, like even like last week, I kind of was doing something and I kind of flared my knee up and it's fine. But I remember like, I still had those little thoughts, like <gasps> I wrecked it. <laughs> yeah. And then now it's like, no, no, like just get through today, get through tomorrow. Okay. You can do this. You can do this now. And now we're kind of back to being able to train again. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like just breaking again, breaking that, not that huge mountain of like, Oh yes. my gosh, I have to climb this, but just yeah. breaking that down. But there are definitely t times where I, Oh gosh. Yeah. You're, yeah, you you're jump in the off. dark. Yeah. Well, I think you're like the, the first week back at the gym, like you came back a day and then kind of flared right. up. Yeah, I might've have, have done a little too much that day. <laughs> it's a little too well, fired up. Just had a little adrenaline rush. Oh yeah. And, uh, the, you the know, music snatches. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure you have days though, where you're like, screw it. I'm just going to snap. Like, I'm just yeah. going to squat snap. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, that piece of like longevity is always I'm sure you know what I mean. Like, no, I need my knee. like. Yes. It's, it's annoying that you have to worry about that. Like, yeah. I, I wish that you didn't. I, it's true. I know it must be annoying. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten, I've grown. I've, I've grown in the last like year and a half in terms of like, I, and I like Ron said that we always talk about it like train today so you can train tomorrow. So yeah, it's like okay, like, none of this actually matters. Maybe, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. That's the other thing that I have to you know, you kind of have to reel yourself in a little bit too. There's that competitive edge. Absolutely. And I think that's what we love yes. about going to the gym and going mm -hmm. and doing the workouts and stuff is there is that competitive there. There is that thing mm -hmm. that can spark that like joy and that drive that you don't really necessarily get in a, your every other mm -hmm. day of your life. Right. Like I can go to the gym and I can just like, I can go to the gym. I can be angry and I can lift and I can just be like, Ugh. but I can't do that at work. Yeah. I can't be like, go to work and just drop weights yeah. and get mad. Whereas like at the gym in my own little box, I can just do that. And then I'm like, Hey, I feel great. And then see ya. And yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so there is the outlet that you get from that. So mm -hmm. I think that there's, I think we're all balancing the, the <laughs> yeah. inner athlete with her ego. Yes. Because yeah. there's still days where I think I'm, I'm going to the NBA and the NHL and the, cr the CrossFit Games. Right, road to the games. And then I'm like, oh, my shoulders are a bit stiff. Maybe I should just cool it a bit, yeah. Um, yeah, I came home today. I'm like, rest day tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Right. Yeah. But you still, it's funny too, because like, I think I think you probably pick your, you probably pick your days too. Because I mean, on Tuesday, it's, it's the talk of the town, Tuesday's workout. Skylar said it made it all the way to Winnipeg. They were talking about Tuesday's workout. Um Tuesday's workout was 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. Calories machine one, you got to pick a machine. Then burpees, then calories machine two. So 50, 40, 30, 20, 10 adds up to 150 reps of each movement. Um, and you had a wicked time. I, yeah, that was a good one. And I'm, I'm assuming, yeah, like I, I know you like machines because you, you've done a marathon row yeah. and a marathon we're gonna, biker. We're going to chat about that in a second. <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, it's also just like, I mean, th and this goes back to even Ronimal's podcast that we talk about, you know, there's like two days a week you show up, two days a week you train, yeah. two days a week you compete. So I, I even think for all of us, um, again, we're not that old and I still think we love to compete and breathe fire when we get the chance. I think we, all, we also pick our, for you know, sure. yeah. yeah, sometimes for me, my, I don't know, 
super heavy deadlift days, I just got to be careful. But on other gymnastic days, I like to like push it. I'm assuming in that workout, you still get to be that, like the biggest Kinsley athlete you can be. Oh, totally. Because it's just a day where you can push your knee a bit. I, I saw, yeah. I saw that workout that night before and I was like, oh yes. <laughs> like, yes. so jazzed for it. I, I didn't Contrary to people texting us. <laughs> I'm like, so why ready. would you do this? Yeah, uh, I actually should. I should. Yeah, I need to make a poll or a post <laughs> no. to be like, "Did you like this workout?" Because yeah. that's a mixed it one. It was there. literally like a fifty-fifty split. I yeah. think it was because it's just like I feel like I've been doing lots of machine stuff, and my burpees are much better than they used to be. Yeah. So I was like, I like it. Like I was just like, I can tackle this. Like I can do this workout. Yeah. So it was, I was yeah. ready to sort of yes, like grind, do the challenge, and, and then, I kind of yeah. like grinding actually. Like I kind of like finding that yes that zone yeah the pain cave zone a little bit so. um yes. it's just yeah like i definitely want to touch on these machines because <laughs> i've been part of them both <laughs> and i i need to get deeper into that but just like even hearing you talk about the like the rehab for knee surgery because i mean we we hear a lot you know that people are you know just waiting for surgery and then they'll kind of they'll start like doing things after that and like i just i'm not sure people fully understand like the rehab that is required when you have like any kind of reconstructive surgery like I think sometimes the way people talk about it is like they're gonna just walk out of the hospital with a new knee and all will be well and they'll start running and doing things at that time and it just like just hearing you say like just straightening my quad like I'm saying you have to be ready to dig in for a year and see you know like very very little progress very gradual and I mean, you opted to, you know, get that help with your accountability. And I can only imagine that going through that, like how easy it would be to slide the complete opposite dec- like direction and just, I think we yeah. see it, we see it quite a bit and we hear it quite a bit from, from people in the gym or outside the gym and relatives and things like that. I think surgery is sometimes, um, perceived as a cure-all. Oh, for sure. And yeah. basically in my experience of working with people and now Kinsley's story, she could probably elaborate more is that I think surgery gives you a road to start driving down that it could really help you out, but there's just, there's a lot on your end to Mm -hmm. make sure the surgery is actually going to pay off in the long run. Cause I don't think they just give you the surgery and then you're just doing jumping jacks uh, the next yeah, day. No. Maybe single leg yeah. with a crutch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I sure wasn't. I laid in bed for a week yeah. on my back. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, yeah. I think, I think any surgery, I think that, and I mean, I see that in my job too. People are like, I'm going to have surgery and it's going to be great. And it's like, okay, surgery is a part of your whole and you a if you're going to have surgery you have to do your research you have to know what surgery you're having Mm -hmm. you kind of gotta look into what healing times are and what is going to be required of you because a lot of times you can have surgery but then you don't put that work in afterwards and And then you end up the same place yeah Yeah, the surgeons are good but they're not building terminators in there like you don't come out like the robot powerful robotic (laughs) knee Um, yeah yeah cyborg well even like you said like depending on the surgery there's also different percentages like success rates of Uh, for sure it's not always a guaranteed perfect heal perfect this perfect that so it's just no and then coming from a very athletic like talented driven person it's really hard (laughs) for sure it is yeah are we uh we're still good we're on track here yes i wonder can Um, i circle back again 
sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I'll circle back and then we'll circle back to you okay. again. But I was making some notes on my little pink uh, post-it notepad here. But um, again, it just, I, I love, um, I, I wanted Kinsley to finish what she was talking about. And then I think we got going a bit too far, but it might've been rewinding like 10 minutes ago. But again, going back to the talk about Kinsley's rehab and because a lot of this, a lot of this topic has been positive about where Kinsley was and where she's got to. But I think it's very important for everyone to, the journey is not, it's never easy and it's not, um, progress is never linear. There's like, yeah. it's like a roller coaster, right? It's lots of ups and downs. But when you were talking about it, just, okay, I have to, do you remember exactly what you said there? I have to believe it's going to better. It yeah. is going to get better it's gonna get and better. I have to believe it's going to get better. So that line where because there's days too where i think we all struggle with different things and we think like in my head right it, it's easy to think it's not going to get better and right now i don't believe it's going to get better like that's the that's like the honest authentic emotion is i don't believe it's going to get better but then you have to say those things but i have to believe it's going to get better <laughs> and I, even I, if your brain's telling you otherwise yes yeah. i have to believe it's going to get better because it does, it, it just, it takes more time. It takes probably more bumps in the road and more blips. But when you zoom out to a year and a half, right. Or zoom out to two years time of kind of like going through those ups and downs, the progress is huge, but it, it just, it takes so many of those, those mental checks, um, whatever we want to call them, like getting back on track, um, telling yourself, Okay, I, I just have to keep going, even on the days where you want to quit and it's where you thought you'd be further along than yes. you actually were. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely had those moments. Yes. And sure. I think um the last thing I kinda of wanted with there is that one of our core values at our gym and maybe the a core value in our lives is um being resilient. And my definition for, for being resilient is um you need to expect adversity and expect to overcome it. And I feel like in that sentence that you said, it's like you know it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough, long road. Um, adversity is going to hit you, like you said it did. And then you need to expect to overcome it. Not adversity hits and then, all right, that's out. That's it. I'm out. Um, so, yeah, I just I want to touch on that because I think that was m- maybe it could be the, the biggest help for anybody's success is for it to work, you have to be resilient. You have to expect adversity. It's not going to be easy. You know, you could join a nutrition program. You could get surgery. You could join our gym. Um, and maybe the first month is awesome. Maybe the first three months is awesome and there's no, but I'm just. Bump's <laughs> going to come. Yes. Yeah. It's always going to come. It's always, it, something's going to, you know, people join our gym and, and they'll come for three weeks and it's, this is amazing. And then after a while you're like, oh, the burpees keep coming. The, this is hard. Like, yeah. I mean, right. The honeymoon <laughs> phase wears yeah. off. So why am I still sore? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You have your surgery and yeah. a, maybe you were, maybe you had a week, a week that was good. And then you're like next week, you know, the week after like, well, this friggin' sucks. You know, I've been working hard and I'm still only doing these quad contractions. So I think again, people need to, you just really need to wrap your head around that adversity is coming. But if you just keep pushing or, just always expect to overcome it. You will, you will. Um, anyway, I just like that. Yeah. So let's roll into the marathon row and hundred 
thousand kilometer bike. Is that what you did? Just a hundred k. Just a hundred thousand k. Sorry, that's what? what I meant. Jen wrote down a few too many zeros. <laughs> See, that's because I didn't have it in my notes. That's what happens. <laughs> Kidsley's still biking yeah, as we speak. Exactly. She's <laughs> on the biker during this oh podcast. She's at she's at yeah eighty thousand right now, so Whoa, she's almost there. Almost there, guys. <laughs> two years, um, two year goal. Okay, so starting with the row. So what was the like? I mean, yeah, where where did it start? How did you decide <laughs> that you wanted to row that long? Row. Which, how long is it? Forty two thousand one ninety five or something. Something like that. Okay. So forty two ish kilometers. So same distance as a marathon run. Yeah. So keep that in mind for everybody at the gym. It takes us all roughly four minutes ish yeah. to row one thousand meters. Yeah. Right. We do one thousand meters in in workouts and we're like oh my god four minutes of this is yeah. tough Ooh, so yeah. i'm bored that was times that by 42 <laughs> that wasn't quite my pace but, um yeah, but yes yeah so i i feel like i've had a rower for a long time i got a rower for my birthday from sean um quite a while ago and it had been like a, like contemplated like oh i should maybe try to row some longer distances and then just never did like yeah. the thought but i just didn't do it <laughs> it sounds like, good sounds on great. paper i love this idea no um and then <laughs> And then I think with COVID, like COVID hit and the gym closed and I was sort of at this weird point in my rehab where I was wanting to get moving a little bit more. I was wanting to do a little bit more uh, conditioning. Yeah. Couldn't really do a lot of the other movements. So I was able to kind of get on the rower and just row. So I was like, okay, that I was, I mean, I was lasting five minutes at that point in time, like five minute row. And I'd be like, yes, this is great. My quad would just be shaking, but and then I think it was on Instagram. It was something and I saw it was like marathon, complete a marathon row. And I'm like, maybe I should do that. Like maybe <laughs> I should actually do that. That those, would be kind of those cool. Those damn Instagram <laughs> ads that are so personal. Like, like, yeah, I think it was. I actually feel like it might've been on the tactic, like right. nutrition page, like, Hey bro fools or something like that. Like I vaguely recall seeing this Instagram thing and thinking, yeah, yeah, I want to do that. And at this point, I don't even think I had done 5K on the rower. Like, it was like, okay, so so this is going to be a little bit of a task for me to tackle. But again, I'm not going to the gym. I'm sort of at this. You have time. I've yeah. got this time. And so I feel like I, like, laid out this plan over, I don't know, 8 to 10 weeks. Then I kind of got, like, a little bit. I was like, that's too long. I want to do it sooner than that. So I just started rowing. I just would be like, okay, this week I'm rowing 5K and I'd row 5K a few times. And then this week I'm rowing like 8K and I just slowly built up. So my you kind of built your own training. Yeah. Like, yeah. Plan. Just okay. to get the volume. Just up. to get the volume, the yeah. volume and the time spent on the rower. It doesn't have to be as much as like a marathon run because it's not as like impact. Yeah. Right. So once I, I was also doing a lot of like biking at the time too, just just with rehab so i was trying to get my conditioning up to the point of being able to last for that long on the rower and so yeah i think it was that was april and i think i did the row in the may long maybe or something so it's probably like eight weeks later yeah i feel like i think it was may something like that yeah it was like super warm like out of nowhere yeah like it yeah. ended up being like we run super our, hot day we did it in my driveway because it was covid restrictions and whatnot so we were outside and it was fantastic. It was such a fun yeah. day. Um, but yeah, so it took, I think it was about eight, six to eight weeks. Yeah. And I had, I remember I had gotten to the point where I had done a half marathon row just in my garage one day. And like, I think that took me an hour and a half or Whoa. something or an hour and 45 minutes. And yeah. I was like, I don't want to 
I don't want to go that much longer. Like I don't want to, I don't want to train. I don't yes. want to keep training at this length right. for this amount of time. Like Let's I'm just, just going to just do it. Yeah. So I think a few weeks. So I, then I did a few more rows and then I'm like doing it this weekend. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, Oh gosh. Yeah. So it was great. It was super fun. We had another rower there and like yeah, everybody. We all, did. What did we, did we row? You did like five K. Yeah. I think we did five K. Yeah. We just keep kept kind of rowing. But rowing beside <laughs> me. When you think about it, like she's doing so many and we, 5k I'm like oh I'm done I'm just gonna sit yeah. on the grass here and drink my water <laughs> I think Jana was the best she got on and she was like oh my bum hurts I'm like how far have you run 800 meters I'm like what <laughs> so, is that the worst part <laughs> the bum yeah no actually yeah, well, the worst the worst well I think the worst I I really buggered up my hip flexor on my surgical leg at the right. time because I didn't quite have full extension like full extension when I would um push for the so I, I pulled my ham my not my hamstrings sorry my hip flexor and so I remember at probably 16,000 meters left I was like oh oh this is not gonna be fun and so that yeah. was a grind like that was but the probably the worst the worst were my hands I wore these like weird gardening gloves <laughs> that were like really tight um and I just got blistered and then my armpits chafed oh. to no end just like they were like you, bleeding yeah it was like my hands and my armpits were the worst part and my hip flexor was sore but I, yeah that last 16k was oh i just <laughs> i just like i, I couldn't can't even imagine i was haggard yeah. after he asked me bed. i came home and he said so like do you feel like you'll want to row a marathon i'm like not even no <laughs> not even close <laughs> if anything i never want to go back yeah. on the rower <laughs> it was uh yeah it was it was i mean i was happy with my yeah it's a great time. accomplishment it was great yes. and like my time was like pretty decent yeah. too i i felt like i was like oh yeah i did good on that one so i was i was really happy with that and i'm not gonna lie i'm quite glad that we got back into the gym like recently because I, there's been this thought i'm like maybe i should maybe <laughs> i should do it again to see what my time would be I'm like no <laughs> so so good old it is COVID to like have yeah i thought about doing a, my half marathon again right i don't want to do the full one again yeah. the half one yeah a baby just a quick two hours. just a quick two <laughs> just a quick two uh, on like the roller yeah. yeah um and then from there you decided to go with the bike yes yeah, yeah. i a hundred thousand kilometer bike ride <laughs> bike across the world uh bike ride yes um so so the funny thing with the concept too is they always they have like these set distances on them like if you look at the workouts okay. so like they have a 100k ride on that so that's like the that's a preset ride yes so Ooh. like the the marathon row is a preset ride interesting the 100k is yeah, a preset ride there. so i was like well huh and I really love those bikers. Like I love those concept yeah. two bikers. They were my absolute favorite for riding, for my rehab. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up going on the concept two wait list. It took me like eight to ten weeks. I signed up and then it took me eight to ten weeks yeah, to even be allowed so to buy up. one. So I finally got one and then I was like, Okay, I'm doing the hundred K. Yeah. And at that time I think it was like six weeks until my one year to like knee anniversary. My anniversary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's good. I like that one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So then I had six weeks to sort of just up my distances on that. That was, I found like, it was fine. It was kind of just boring. Like the rowing, you have to really, yeah. you have to really like engage and think because it's like your whole body. Whereas the bike, I'd be like, 
okay, I'm just yeah. going to ride like 60K today or whatever. And yeah. just, so I would do like a long bike ride every Sunday. And then I would just do like shorter other rides and stuff like that just to. I've always found that with the rower. You have to make a conscious decision to pull again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like when you're like, biking, it, it it's kind of autopilot. Yeah. Well, but I know. with rowing, like, you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll pull again. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll pull again. Yeah, you have to like, make that decision. Going. Yes. Next pull. Next pull. So it's, inter- like, it's interesting that you say that because that's like how I feel in every workout. I have photos of me drinking coffee doing this hundred. Right. You know, I'm just like, yeah, I love this coffee yeah. as I'm riding this bike. Whereas, so, like, the it's rower, a different I'm experience. Like, yeah. I was like, I had my face had like sweat. Like I was just, I was a yeah. disaster after that row. So. So between the two, I'm taking the hundred. Yeah, I would say the bike was Definitely better, bike but I was that was also six months later. So I feel like right. it's hard to, to right. judge. Ne- right. I was in a bit a bit of a different state six months later. Right. So, but then I'm like, okay, what's next? Should I? I want to do something on the ski erg, but not a marathon because like I like my neck and shoulders. So. Yes. Yeah. Thinking about like a five. I was gonna say like, okay, what what's next for Kinsley? I don't know. Thousand Other burpee challenge? More, well, actually, more bar- I saw this girl. <laughs> it was the, the world Guinness? record yeah. burpees. And yeah. I'm like, huh. Like, I kind of, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. My I burpees also are, watched that. Yeah. I know. That's interesting. It would be kind of. Like, yeah. what, I'm, what I'm a big it? fan of burpees. Hour, so it was an hour, right? It was an hour. I yeah. feel like if I could yeah. get talked into something, it would be a burpee challenge. Oh, it was amrap burpees one hour yeah she did like i forget Guinness how many world she record. did it was the world record yeah. of burpees oh god it was a lot and it, it was, was a the lot. setup was like because she had to put her arms was it here that she had to i actually don't i don't i think i just read the article i didn't see oh, okay yeah it. like you can watch the video but to make them like official legit i think she had to actually lay down and like move her arms like above her head and then back down just so that they could like a hundred percent you were on your full stomach right um gotcha yeah it was pretty cool but well we should we should come up with if there's yeah marathon row 100k bike we just need to come up with i mean there is a marathon ski erg yeah but like that's and i don't know what assault (laughs) has i know that would be terrible my back just hurts thinking about it i think i would have to yeah we should come up with a burpee challenge then we could do a burpee marathon (laughs) you two have at her (laughs) i'll be the judge um all right we good it's crazy yeah yeah this has been a great chat yeah I think, um, uh, I don't know what time we started, but I feel like we've been going for a while. Yeah. Um, what did we ask? Well, all of our other guests, our two other yeah, guests. Yeah, all two other guests. <laughs> the question we always leave you with is, yeah. um, if you could leave everybody with one tip to live a stronger, healthier, happier life, what would it be? One tip. Oh one gosh, tip. this is a lot of pressure. Do you remember what, Honestly, what did Tuna say? Cause, I don't know. Well, I, don't, I don't know if I want to know what they said. Okay. Yeah, don't my, tell them thoughts i honestly yes yeah i think one tip probably would be sleep get your sleep sleep is huge Love figure it, it yeah. out like figure out how <laughs> to be consistent with your sleep because yeah i love it that is i just that said was a game changer yes and get a plastic mask plastic insert for, for, yes. your, for your mask yes, yes. Also, also a game changer, game changer. <laughs> yeah everybody out there i'm still seeing let's go back to sleep in a bit but i'm still seeing people work out yeah. without the hannibal lecter little plastic piece that Page. goes under your paper mask yeah. and i'm like you guys are at such a disadvantage and i've been saying this to people so I don't know if it's Amazon or Staples. Them and just have them in the gym. Oh, guys, they're like a dollar and it will, because right now we still have to wear masks. We're still wearing masks for workout, workouts for at least another, what, three weeks, a month? I think Probably. so, yeah. But yeah. Three weeks. 
get the insert guys it is yeah. like game changer you won't yeah. swallow um, your mask yes yeah. or yeah. yeah yeah and get sleep get your sleep i yeah, know get seriously sleep. you can't your body can't do anything lessons from a toddler like yes. you need sleep your body can't do anything it's not going to do anything for you or help your mindset with anything if it's <laughs> exhausted yes mm-hmm. and it's hard to do anything productive if you don't have energy or you're not in the right mood and everybody is saying sleep is like we we look at it like it's the the thing we it's do at the bomb. end of our day but it the sleep is the thing you do at the start of your day it is the bomb the bomb yeah great tip kinsley love it Thank you guys so much for joining. We'll be back in a couple weeks. See you guys. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode. We really appreciate your support and hope to have you back again soon. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Ted Good Music and the band Heat, for allowing us to use their music. Until next time, let's keep rewriting our story and redefining who we are.